welcome back to Dropped In. I am super stoked to share my incredible friend and guest with you today, Alex Street. I loved our conversation. My face hurts from smiling so much. Uh, it is such a rich, delicious conversation on all things speaking and storytelling. And he shares his expertise, his energy, his zone of genius with you today. And this conversation is just so good. Welcome to Dropped In, Alex. I am beyond stoked to be here with you. I know when we came and joined forces, we had both had permagrins on, so I know this is going to be a magical conversation. So welcome, welcome, welcome. This is true. I feel such joy. I said as soon as the camera came on, I was like, I did not expect to get this like flooding of joy to see your face and hear your voice. It's been a little while and I just, there is something about your presence that you, uh, you bring that even through the camera here. And so I'm excited to get into this conversation and see where you're going to lead us, Megan. Oh, you're so sweet. My face already hurts. So I know it's going to be a great conversation. <laughs> well, for those listening, Alex and I met years ago now in a amazing mastermind with Chris and Lori Harder, Fast Foundations. And um, yeah, I just absolutely love the work that you do, Alex. You've also come into one of my containers to share your magic and medicine, as I say. And yeah, I'm just so excited to drop in with you today and just to learn more about, about what you do because you have such a powerful gift. And now I see the lives that you're impacting with the work that you're facilitating. So I cannot wait to learn more about what specifically you're doing these days. Yeah, it's it's been a wild ride and it's been a really fun part of the journey. So um yeah, I'm I look, let's just get into however, you know, whatever you want to know about where I'm at, what I do and uh, this, you know, how I'm helping people, then um I'm sure that there will be something that people will take away from this. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I always love to know. I know the starting point, but I always love to know and ask my guests, like, what is the starting point? Like, how did you get into the work that you facilitate and why do you love it so much? This is a great question. You know that this is my question. Like, <laughs> I just love this. So I am showing up today as a storytelling and speaking coach. I support founders, speakers, business owners and brands in really clarifying their story so that you can feel like you can speak it out with confidence. Mm -hmm. Because for me, um, this is the question is always saying, well, where did it begin? And what I find is that a lot of people just go, oh, well, it began two years ago when I shifted my career. You know, I left corporate and started this thing. Well, no, like I'm a 39 year old, almost 40 year old. Um, man, I it didn't begin two years ago or three years ago. It began 39 years ago. Like, that's it. It's like something happened. I came into this world and my mom was an actress. My dad was a photographer. So there was just, I say, like, she told stories from the stage. He's told stories through film. It was inevitable that me and my brother would be storytellers in some capacity. And I leaned towards the stage and took that route, thought I was going to be this famous actor and tried 
as I might to make that happen and force that to happen, it didn't really flow that way. <laughs> and so I felt actually a lot of confusion around that. Like I thought this was going to be the thing. Uh, and then I shifted gears and became a youth pastor for a while and found a lot of opportunity to still be on stage, right? And speak to audiences of six to 600, whatever it was on a given week. And still felt confused in that same way of like, why isn't this feel like it's connecting? Something's still missing. And I would say, yeah, in this mastermind that we were a part of the first time that I entered into that room, somebody leaned over and gave me the clarity by saying, you need to teach us how to speak like you do. Mm. Your storytelling is your superpower. And that was about four years ago. And so ever since I now walk forward with this clarity to do the thing that I've been doing all along to teach the thing that comes easy to me because it's transforming lives. And that's what I'm trying to help other people pull out of themselves as well. Hmm. That is so powerful. I didn't know that last piece of your story that, that you came into initially into the mastermind seeking clarity. I did not know oh, that. Oh yeah. I, so it was 2019. I had that year had just left employment of any kind and chosen to go out on my own and say, I'm going to be a life coach or something and a speaker. Cause I know that I can, I don't know. And then I'll build the thing. And so was at that point, eight months unemployed, trying to build a business. And I was called, it was actually the business at that point was called Gen Z matters to my mm -hmm. fellow Canadian Gen Z matters for everyone else. And <laughs> I, uh, because I was like an expert in youth culture and I wanted to speak. So I was going to go to organizations and speak about Gen Z and coming into the workplace. And then I was having tr trouble with it. And I asked a friend, like, I think I need a business coach. And he was like, no, 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 no. You got to jump into this community. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I went into that mastermind with was this baby business idea that hadn't made any money yet. I tested it a little bit, spoken a couple workshops um, and showed up in that room and talked about that a little bit. But when I introduced myself, I told more about my story kind of in the same way I just told you. And that's when I sat down and somebody said, like teach us to stand up there as hmm. confidently as you did yes and I was like oh right like let's just boil this down to the most you know focused point which of course is communicating it's storytelling it's speaking that has always been there for me what am I doing putting all this extra fluff on it what if I just helped people do that hmm. And it's been formed, you know, been being formed over the last four years to get to the point where now I feel like we were just talking about this before we hit record. Something even new is happening. Mm. Like we're just getting started. And I have this thriving business over the last three years that that is good. It's great. Oh, I love this for you. I love it. I'm like flooded with shivers. And <laughs> That is the power of masterminds. My goodness, like it's yeah. so unreal that people can like, you know, they can really extract what they see in you. And I love that you are now three years later, still thriving, growing, expanding. And we will dive into whom you're serving these days. I'm so excited to go there. But one thing that you spoke about, and I know for me personally, one thing that really held me back from starting a podcast and writing my book and 
getting online was confidence, like confidence in myself, confidence in speaking and storytelling. So I know that's something that you are just a genius at. So how do you support people in that? Yeah, man, that's, can we do like a six week course on that? Is that no okay? doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes with that. I lack confidence. Okay. Why? Like what do you, what's really going on there. And then if you dig just a little bit lower, I mean, can I ask, can I, can we just dig into this Let's a little bit? It. When you, you just said, when you started doing the podcast, you're like, I don't know, I struggle with confidence on this. Like what was actually happening there? What was the question that you were asking or that the, the fear maybe that you were feeling? For sure. Well, a big story of mine that's old now is that nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Nobody wants to, or nobody's going like, it's nobody wants to. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'd say when I, right, we talk about this, it's this, there's, there's a story that you tell yourself. And then I would say you go a little bit deeper even than that. And that's rooted in, you would probably actually be able to know, tell me more about this, but as I have focused on this around the public speaking uh, sphere, all of these fears of public speaking are rooted in something you're right that is an old story but there's a fear when you say i the story is nobody wants to hear it, but the fear is nobody's going to hear it or the fear is they're not going to like it when they do hear it they're going to scoff at it they're going to throw it back they're going to throw tomatoes at me or like i have that fear you can, I, there's a picture in this room that i have right behind me it's a picture my dad took it's a big 18 by 20 print um, of a guy standing on stage, performing his heart out to an empty auditorium. Mm. And to me, that's my fear. That I am showing up right now and nobody's listening. What's the point? I go, I know I have something to say, but if nobody's going to hear it, then why even show up? Right. So to your point of they don't want to hear it for me, it's they there's nobody even there. Nobody's receiving this. Mm -hmm. Once we understand that, once you get down to that, you start to discover, okay, oh, that's what that lack of confidence is rooted in. It's some sort of fear down there, right? Then you can start to work on that and go, okay, well, you know, if I'm honest, it's not nobody is here. I mean, literally, I can see your face right here, Megan. I know that you are hearing the words that I'm speaking. Whether anybody else out there is going to download this episode and listen to it and be touched by it, I don't know at this point. Mm -hmm. But at least I know that you are. Mm -hmm. And when you say nobody wants to hear what I have to say, the only way to prove that right or to prove it wrong, hopefully, is to put it out into the world mm -hmm. and to see, to test and then receive the truth when it comes forward that, oh, people do want to hear this. Look mm -hmm. at all the lives that it's actually affecting. Yeah. And that is the only way to actually build up that confidence. It's created within you. Mm -hmm. Confidence doesn't, you're not born with it. It's created as you believe it, you practice it, you're bold enough to try it. And then you bounce back after failure and failure. Mm -hmm. Building the muscle. Building the muscle. That's it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. But it really is a discovery process, right? I mean, it's, it's people thinking that they just, I'll oh, just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm just not confident. Well, maybe there's something there. 
Mm-hmm. And what if we could just get you past that as quickly as possible? Mm. And you could have this thriving podcast that touches so many lives. Billions of lives. Millions. Millions and billions. billions? (laughs) I love this conversation so much. I just had a flashback. I was in public speaking in university. I don't know if you know this story, but I was in public speaking in university and I had to go up on stage and speak in front of my class. And it was ad lib. And my professor said, okay, you're going to speak about style for two minutes. I started crying. I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do right now. Uh Everyone was like trying to prompt me. I was just like shaking, trembling, left the room like in like tears. And I never went back. I dropped out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So with that, when you're speaking, (laughs) is that... I know from what I've learned is that like most people fear public speaking more so than death. Yeah. I have a friend who says that most people would rather be in the casket than at the pulpit, given the eulogy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that are in that space, like, mm-hmm. cause I would, I can imagine, do you have clients that are coming to you that aren't able to like, speak on stages or are they more so at the level of like doing TEDx talks? Yeah, it really depends, right? So uh, some people have booked their gig already and they are familiar with the stage and they they want to polish up their keynote. Great, absolutely. I will help you polish this up and your presentation and your performance. Let's get nitty gritty about this. Mm-hmm. And to the other end, there's people who are afraid to show their face on Instagram, let alone get in front of an audience of real live people. Mm-hmm. It's funny because a lot of those people are are in the, I'll say they're in like a fitness industry or sort of a, a, an opportunity where they're teaching quite often anyways. And they can often teach a process in front of a room, no problem. But to share something personal, now we're getting into the fear center, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, is there's when I'm sharing my own unique thought, that's what freezes me up. Or I, I have to show my face. Well, I look like a fool or I stumble over my words. And so there are over the years, yes, very many of them that come to me in that state and looking for, well, I need clarity on my message so that I feel more confident getting on stage. And that's where we start is to go down to this story route and say, well, what do you really care about? Because if you care enough about it, you will find a way to speak about it. Mm. You will push through that fear. Mm -hmm. And then we can work on specifics. And again, what kind of practices you can put into place to help you push through the specific fears. But let's start with who you are and why you care. Mm. That alone will fill you up with this unique creative confidence that you recognize that nobody has what you have. Nobody can bring what you bring to the table. It's a big potluck and you're bringing this unique dish and we need what you have. And once you recognize that we need what you have and what you have is completely unique, that's at least going to get you in the door with your dish. You know what I mean? That's at least going to allow you to show up maybe for the first time. Then Mm. we can talk about the specifics after that. So cool. I love it. It's fun because I think about that situation with you talk about style for two minutes I know (laughs) there's like what do you mean what uh 
style. Like it's almost like that you face that kind of thing. And the problem is it's so open-ended. You just went everywhere. You're like, I, just, yeah. I could talk about anything. And so you freeze. And then you run out of the room crying. You're like, I, I failed. I screwed up. I didn't have the words to say. I cried in front of everybody. And then that forms a story in your mind. But that's, that is actually, there's a version in there, this fear of speaking that I see in there, which is kind of this fear of like, it's either they're not going to like what I have to say, which is what you said earlier, mm-hmm. or I'm going to screw up in some kind of way. Mm. Yeah. Right. Both are very true. I, I should say were very true. I've done so much work in, in mm-hmm. terms of like reframing and, and working through limiting beliefs and everything, but definitely both had a charge over, over me for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And I have such a literal mind. Like I take things literally. So I'm like, okay, uh, style. And I mean, it was like, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong for sure. Like, I'm going to get it wrong. I don't know what the right answer is and I'm going to get it wrong. Right. And then all eyes are on me. I, I don't, I'm not used to this and it feels too much too soon. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to keep repeating. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do right now. And then cry. Mm-hmm. And eventually the two minutes will run out. <laughs> yeah. What has changed? Because here you are, I would say confidently, boldly, bravely, clearly showing up with your message, showing up now, using your voice, helping others feel more free and open to drop in. What, what shifted from that, from that version of you to this version of you? I never gave up on myself. Although I did quit in that moment and I did drop out of university. There was like this glimmer of hope that I knew from my younger version of myself that I say my soul has shit to do. And so it was like, okay, even my first Facebook live, I pretended my computer died because I was like, so in my head, I was freaking out, right? Now I can do it, like it's no big deal. But I just kept showing up no matter what. And I've invested a lot in myself in working with coaches specifically who are trained in working with the unconscious mind and really working through these deep seated, these deep rooted limiting beliefs and decisions and fears and all the things, so. something really fascinating that showed up when you, you just said like of course as a kid you believe this you knew that there was this connection and then you get fat of this experience in university and you dropped out of university and now here you are hosting a podcast called dropped in <laughs> like there's this beautiful story from dropping out to dropping in that i can't ignore it's so phenomenal. Isn't like it? That, that's the movement is right. It's when you feel so stuck and limited that you just want to drop out from whatever experience you're feeling right now. You just want to leave it. You want to escape. And you're so used to escaping. I get it. I've been there. I did the work. I kept going. I kept diving deeper to get to the point where now I'm not afraid anymore. And in fact, I'm dropping in deeper and deeper. Hmm finding more clarity and confidence than ever before. And I can help you do the same. I need to hire you. That's That's the magic. Just like that. It's funny you say that because I did one of my first podcasts for dropped in was I I shared my story, that story. And I said, from from 
dropping out to dropping in. Um, so I love that Fabulous. you that you went there. Of course you did. But yeah, I'm like, okay, let's let's go there. Let's have more conversations around that because it's it's so true. And I, I think I know from the work that I facilitate and the, and the lives that I've seen, you know, it, it is so easy to give up and to quit and to throw in the towel if we don't have that why, that that reason, that purpose for what's motivating us and what, for what's driving us. Would you agree? Ah, uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was an easy one. That's a softball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the why is everything. Yes. I mean, Simon Sinek, right? Start with why. It's if there's so many of us that get stumbled, we stumble along the way because we're like, I got to start a business. I'm going to do a thing. All right. I'm going to launch courses, do a podcast, write a book. And you're out on this outer circle. And then at best, you're like, well, I'm doing this to help women who are burning out from their career and motherhood. Okay. That's what you do. But rarely do we actually go to that core, to the why, the smallest circle of all. But when you do get that, as you just said, ah, there's no stopping. No, you can't turn it off. Yeah. It keeps you up late at night. It gets you up early in the morning and it's just like, okay, can we turn it off? For a little bit, <laughs> can we have a timeout? Cause it's just so loud and proud and ready to go, you know, but you can't turn it off. So one of the things that I hear, uh, I kind of push back on, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it is, is when people say something like, okay, well, my, why the, why that keeps me up, the, why that keeps me going, that, that makes me want to do what I do. Uh, it's my kids, my kids are my, why, or, you know, it's, it's this dream I have to have a house on the beach somewhere. That's my why. Um, I already kind of tipped my hand on this, but what, <laughs> what do you think? Like, is, is that, is that a why? Is that the why that, that we're talking about here? Or is there something else? Beyond uh, well, I'll speak for myself personally. I have a yeah. much deeper why, like mm -hmm. I have a very abundant life. Uh, and everything that I have achieved is a result from the work that I've done, but it's not what motivates me. I'm not motivated to make X amount of dollars so I can buy whatever car I choose. I'm motivated by the person who I once was. I am my own why, because I was so broken, Alex. I was, I mean, you know my story, but I was anxious, depressed, suicidal, eating disorder. And I made a vow to myself that if I could support myself on my journey in like returning home to myself, mm -hmm. I would do everything in my power to support others on their journey in their homecoming. Yep. So that's my why. That's what motivates me every day because I know what it's like to be on the other side. And I made a vow and integrity is one of my highest values. So oh, I think that's, I mean, that is why you show up the way that you do, no doubt. It's because, and this is, I, this is where the strongest roots uh, really take hold because th that for you, what I just heard, right? It's because of my experience, I'm now doing this work, turning it towards others. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's where I've seen the transformation in my own life. I can't not help other people. I have to, I must bring this transformation forward. That is, that's the journey. I think that's the great invitation 
for all of humanity ever is to mm-hmm. share what you've experienced so that others may thrive. Mm-hmm. And so when you can discover the why like that so clearly, so confidently, so purely rooted and authentically connected to your own experience, that's where you get to keep tapping into that and saying, yeah, any given day, when I forget why, when I get frustrated by whatever's happening, scheduling, tech, whatever's getting in the way, you can tap back to that and go like, ah, no, because I know who I was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not her anymore. Yeah. And I know that there's other people, there's so many people out there who are who I was. And all they need is a guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's my turn. Yeah. That's a why. Now it's my turn. <laughs> and as you were sharing again, I'm like covered in, in shivers. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to press record. I'm like, no. Oh, I'm like, this is such a flat <laughs> conversation. I'm like, oh, could you imagine? No. <laughs> Uh, Let's do it all again. Let's go. Okay. Start at the beginning. Uh, Uh, So this is so powerful, Alex. And honestly, like, okay, like, how can I start working with you? And I know the listeners here are going to be like, how can I work with you? And so before we go with how can we work with you? I'm curious, because I know one thing that holds me back is that I I don't not hold me back in terms of like for marketing, it's like or inviting people in, I don't want to go to pain points. Like, I don't want to go. So a lot of where I've come from is from like a pain point, right? Like anxious, depressed, uh, suicidal, right? So how can you convey your story and your messaging in terms of like inviting people in to learn more about you or work with you without kind of hitting those pain points? Yeah, it's a, I mean, the reality is it's actually not captivating to not include pain points, but mm-hmm. I think to honor your question, it is possible to, to, to go that route. And I'm going to, I'm going to give an example of, of what it's like to, to go that route and kind of just, what if I only play without the pain points? Mm-hmm. Um, I do this often, actually, like, you know, my main word is clarity. I, I think that I, I truly believe you can boil your entire life story down to as small as two words from this to this. And even smaller than that would be one word to this. It's for me, it's from confusion to clarity. And if I really had to push it, it would be clarity. That's my story. My story is about clarity. And so what am I helping you do? I'm helping you find clarity. Hi out there. If you want clarity, I get it. I I will help you find clarity. And here's how I'm going to help you find clarity by simplifying your story down in a way that you've never heard it before. You will see how far you've come. You will see your transformation. You will show up with confidence. You will show up with clarity. You will show up and speak like you've never spoken before, bringing what you have to the world. Mm-hmm. Positive, 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 right? It's af- It's aspiration. And I could get even more specific on what does that look like? You're going to get standing ovations. You're going to get more sales than ever. You're going to right, get more referrals because people know how to talk about you. I could play in that game. So uh, is that, I mean, again, to honor your question, I think that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. You get really clear about where you are headed. Mm-hmm. And then you can get about the feelings that they will feel. And then you get even more specific about what those look like. When you feel clear, okay, now what will that look like? It looks like you speaking on a sales call and not stumbling over your word. It, 
or even pausing and letting them speak more than you do because you are so confident that you can come back and answer their question. Right? So I, I paint that picture a little bit and it's fully aspirational. Mm -hmm. The alternate, <laughs> because what happens is you look at, what's one of your favorite movies or books of all time, Megan? Like, I mean, one that you uh, just go back to. Like Meet Joe stuff. Black. I love that movie. Come on. Wow, that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, okay, it's been a while since I've seen that one. I put it to the test, but I can't pinpoint actually even what's going on there. Can you give me a book? <laughs> give me a book. Uh, okay. Any, any book? I guess so. I'm just trying to think who's the antagonist in, in Meet Joe Black and what's going on there. But. Uh, do you want like four agreements? Does that help? No, it's got to be like fiction. I'm going with story. What's one of your favorite stories of all time? You gave me one, but then I, I'm abandoning it. The Alchemist. Okay. So, okay, good. The Alchemist. Everybody knows this. So you've got this guy who's going on a journey and he's trying to discover the truths along the way. But there's these barriers that keep getting in the way. He keeps facing himself. He keeps facing these new experiences and then learns something through it. It's, I guess the point with that, and even to go to meet Joe Black, it's as simple as it can be that the barriers make the story not only more captivating, but truly make it more relatable. So when we only talk, if you look at any superhero movie, any story that we've got, any of the classic tales, if they just started out with their powers and then went and defeated the bad guy, there wouldn't even be a bad guy to defeat. It's just, we're just watching Iron Man fly around the universe. It's boring as anything. Yeah. The thing that makes these stories most captivating is this thing that they overcame, but it's not just about captivating stories. They're captivating because we find ourselves in those moments. We find ourselves in Luke Skywalker's story about feeling alone and purposeless. That's why we care so much when he finds this power and uses it for good, mm -hmm. right? So using pain points, talking about anxiety, talking about depression, talking about the depths of despair that you've gone through. Um, you can use, I, I guess what I would say is using them sharing those points that actually becomes the relatable thing hmm. that becomes the thing that you get to say i get it you're here you know what this feels like friend and so do i but the good news is i'm not there anymore i mean i'm there i still i can feel it i know what it feels like i know the story you've been through is the story you've, you're going through i know what that journey's like um but here I am mm -hmm. dropping in instead of choosing to drop out when things get mm. tough. So I, I think the, the invitation for all of us, right. Is you don't have to hang out in the neg in, in that negative, in that pain point space and sell purely from that. Cause that also is uninteresting, mm -hmm. But we can see how that becomes a barrier in the story that people want to overcome. And when they overcome, then here's what's possible. Yeah. All the lessons yeah. that we can learn, all the takeaways. Mm, I love that. Sharing that the possibility. Yeah. Right. From problem to possibility. I mean, that's the movement. And 
in my story I told you earlier, I could have told you about how I do this now because I sat in a room, a mastermind that I paid to be in with all these successful people. And somebody told me you need to speak like I do. And I was like, yeah, I do. You're right. Fantastic. Here I go. That's way less interesting than the idea that I had this dream when I was a kid and grew up this way, but I kept getting frustrated and confused along the way why it wasn't connecting with my audience. Mm -hmm. I could go way more specific into those details to draw more people into those that pain point of confusion. Um, but that's actually so necessary for you to really understand why I care so much about what I do right now. Mm. Yes. And I feel that deeply because again, I'm getting shivers. So hmm. I love it. I love it. I, I love it when that happens with you. Cause it's like, that's such an affirmation. Like, yeah. All right. That, that truth. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, I could be here with you all day, Alex. I just freaking love you so much. I love your energy. I love your work. So how can people like, how can people work with you? How can they learn more about what you do? Obviously you've shared what you do, but how can they learn how to work with you? Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I love this. Thank you. It's, uh, I mean, Instagram is my main place that I hang out at street says, um, showing up all the time there and truly any conversation that has started, I follow up with. So if you listen to this and you're like, this was good stuff, or I have a question following up on this, then like really reach out to me. Cause I want to have those conversations that that brings me life. And then my website, alexstreet.ca, that's where you can find out all about story arc coaching and the, the, that process that I go through with brands, with speakers, and all the offers and opportunities are there to dig in and do one-on-one -on -one coaching there. And uh, we'll see where this goes from here and what kind of new experiences and ways there are to connect. So those are the main ways. So cool. So, so beautiful. I love it. Okay. Before we say goodbye for now, mm -hmm. uh, what is a message of hope that you can offer someone who is in the space of feeling like quitting or throwing in the towel or dropping out? Uh, yeah. I would say, look how far you've already come. So often we get, we feel stuck. We feel like I can't overcome what's in front of me. And yet, it doesn't take much to look back at the story and see how much you've already overcome to get to where you are. That's why I'm so bullish on the transformation. When you can say I was here, but I'm not there anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, this might be the most difficult thing that you've experienced in your life, what you're facing right now. But if you can remind yourself that you have already overcome, you've already moved through obstacles, then there's nothing to say that you can't move through this one as well. Mm. And who knows what's on the other side. Mic drop. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Alex, thank you so much. It's been such a gift to have you here and to share your magic of medicine with the dropped in crew. And uh, yeah, cannot wait to see what is next for you. Because I know pre-party you shared that there's some things brewing. So I'm excited to see what that is. Yeah, look, you and me both. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. This has really been such a joy and uh, you really led a phenomenal conversation here. So thanks for taking the lead there and, and we'll see you again soon.
Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much for dropping in with me today. If you loved this episode, I would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed. And if you feel called to share it with your community on social media, please tag me so I can thank you personally. Until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.